Sefer Bereshit, Parshat Toldot, On Seeing the Other. In the beginning of Parshat Toldot, we read, This is the story of Isaac, son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he took to wife Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean of Padan Aram, sister of Laban, the Aramean. Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was barren, and the Lord responded to his plea, and his wife Rebekah conceived. Here our forefather Isaac demonstrates for us that when people are suffering, we cannot look away. It would have been so easy for Isaac to be angry with his wife, to sit there and cry, or to run away from the situation entirely. Instead, though, he chooses to advocate for his wife and to beg to God for her pain to be addressed. For most of us, we try not to look at suffering. When an unhoused person asks us for something, we might even try to look, not look them in the eye. In the cases of people we know personally, we might try to avoid paying hospital visits and shiva calls. Not because we don't want to help them, but because staring difficulty right in the face just brings us too much discomfort. When we see a problem, our nature is to want to fix it. And that's an excellent drive to have. But sometimes someone is just totally helpless and we're helpless to help them. All we want to do is avoid the problem. And it's all the more difficult when the person struggling with no solution is someone we love. We feel responsible. We feel guilt. We feel overburdened by a call to act when no direct action can be taken. This was overcome, though, by Isaac, who could have left Rebecca, just as so many men have left childless marriages throughout history. The Midrash, Pirkei to Rabbi Eliezer, adds another powerful element to the story. We read, Rabbi Yehuda said, Rebecca was barren for 20 years. After 20 years, Isaac took Rebecca and went with her to Mount Moriah, to the place where he had been bound. And he prayed on her behalf concerning the conception of the womb, and the Holy One be blessed was entreated by him, as it is said, and Isaac entreated the Lord. We see that Isaac brought Rebekah to the very site of the binding of Isaac. He went to his own place of his greatest terror and suffering, where his father nearly killed him, and designated that it is the place where he would pray for his wife. A similar approach is taken in Psalm 118, in which David says, In the narrow straits I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me within the expanse. According to Rebbe Nachman, we can use this verse to understand that our prayers can be represented by the shofar. We blow in through the side of narrowness and fear, and the, so the sound comes out through the side of expansion and increased holiness. In a sense, Isaac is struggling too. Both partners are struggling with this. But God hears Isaac rather than Rebecca because Isaac is praying for her. This is another nod in the direction of us needing to look at other people's suffering, decentering the self, even when we have our own needs. We see in the Midrash that Isaac goes to Mount Moriah and looks at his own suffering, not to indulge in it, but to elevate it in service of his wife. There's a Talmudic tale that rather than pray for our own particular need, though we can do that, it's better to pray for someone else who has the same need. By taking ourselves out of the center of the story, we're better able to view reality. Of course, always looking to take on the pain of others can be exhausting. Indeed, we can get compassion fatigue, but we lose our humanity if we don't do the difficult work sometimes of looking deep into the person whom we cannot fully help. 
we might be able to find a small act of kindness we can do, or sometimes we can just listen or pray for them. What we cannot do, Isaac shows us, is run away. Growing to our highest level as people involves learning to hold on to our scary emotions, learning how to sit with the discomfort of them, even as they push us to want to run away, even as we feel overburdened by anxiety and guilt. Let's also not forget the plain meaning of this passage. The inability to have children when someone wants them is one of the major contemporary and historical sources of suffering. And today, this issue is overlooked more than before, as parallel concerns about abortion access and getting kids adopted often take center stage. When someone we love is going through any kind of hardship, we can find solidarity with God in expanding our hearts to hold more compassion and look at others and see the suffering in the world. In the world. Just as God does not just remove suffering from the human experience, so too there's something godly in our work of being spiritual holders of the pain of others. Shabbat Shalom.